Welcome back to another episode of the Wild Edible World Podcast. This episode, you better aggregate ready to rock. Ow! Ow! I'm one of your hosts, Michael, also known as Black Cap Baker. And I am Scotch Cap Cantu, and uh, we would like to welcome you to episode Black Raspberry. Yep, coming at you from another undisclosed pavilion Secret out in nature. Pavilion. Secret pavilion. <laughs> yep, we're here to talk to you this episode about black raspberries. An ingredient that's near and dear to our hearts. Yep, near and dear to our hearts. It's local to the eastern half of the uh, United uh, North America, actually, all of the New continent. Brunswick to Nebraska. Yeah. Quebec to Mississippi. Indeed. You'll find these lovelies. Yeah. So this is black raspberry, Rubus occidentalis. Um, it's uh, probably one of my favorite berries. Oh, so good. Uh, definitely. I mean, not that there's like a bunch of berries out here, but um, there's a good amount. And this is top of the list for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's not a perfect berry, but it's pretty pretty close. Yeah. It has one fatal flaw that we'll get into. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> uh, so what else? What other names are we? can we call this thing? I got, uh, I got King of Berries. Yes. How do, like, how do you like that one? I, I like that a lot. Uh, Bear's Eye. Bear's Eye. Yeah, which is appropriate for Chicago. Bear's the oh. Bears. <laughs> uh, we also have uh, Black Cap, which you mentioned. Um, Black Cap Raspberry, Scotch Cap. Uh, and the formal name? Formal name, Black Raspberry? Yeah. Yeah. Rubus. Oh. Occidental. Occidentalis. Occidentalis. That's how I would say it. Yeah, you know, the funny thing about Latin is that it's a dead language and nobody knows how to actually pronounce it. So you can just pronounce these however you want. Just be confident about it. Yeah, just pretend you're like Harry Potter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're casting Rubis a spell. Occidentalis. Yes. Yes. That's the Oh, spirit. no. Michael just turned into a black raspberry. <laughs> oh, no. The best thing that's ever happened to me in my life. <laughs> you're so delicious now. <laughs> All right. So let's talk a little bit about the... Uh, the most noticeable uh, quality of this plant, and I mm-hmm. think that the most, you know, you're going to notice it the most whenever it has the black raspberries on it. Absolutely. So this is actually an aggregate berry. So what that means is that it's a berry that grows off of a single flower, mm-hmm. but it contains uh, several tiny fruits with seeds inside them all in, all in one flower. So a couple episodes ago, we talked during the mulberries and we discussed what a multiple fruits is and what an aggregate fruit, like the difference between the two. So this is an example of an aggregate fruit, and it's about the number of flowers involved in each individual berry or fruit. And so this one has just the one flower. Um, So that flower is white. It has uh, white petals, five petals with a golden center, and then uh, it ta- it's got this these thorny little stem- stems that it's attached down to the center stem. And again, as we're working our way down this plant, the next thing you're going to notice, and this is going to be throughout the year, but there's several thorny things out there in the woods. <laughs> so it's not necessarily fair to say that this is the most noticeable feature of this plant, are these big thorns that it has on them. And it, it green colored cane as well. So it's this stick that's basically like bending out of the ground and it's just got these thorns all over it and the size of the thorn can really vary but the most distinctive thing that you're going to notice about it is this green green cane 
And yeah. so um, coming off of these canes or these leaves, um, it's another one of these factors of like, oh, leaves of three, let it be. And that's how horrible of a saying that is because <laughs> um, you don't want to leave this one be. You want to get uh, elbow deep in these berries. Uh, and the cool thing about these leaves, so they are in a pattern of three, so they're, they're slightly pinnate. So the first uh, set of leaves will be opposite from each other. Mm-hmm. And then there's one leaf extended on a stem at the center of those two. And they have uh, pretty sharp teeth all along. They're pretty oval, and they have a point on them. And whenever you turn them over, and this is my favorite feature, this is probably, if we were to name our favorite leaves <laughs> in all of plant dumb, uh, this would probably be easily within my top five. I'm not going to think too hard about it, because there's some really cool leaves out there. But um, my favorite feature of this plant is whenever you turn those leaves over, it has this bright silvery underside, like mm-hmm. almost white. And that's it has in common. That's one of the traits it shares, other than the actual like fruit shape, with uh, you know our traditional red raspberry that you buy in like grocery stores or golden raspberries. Is that white, white silverish white underside of the leaves, and it's just a pure indicator. You know, love that about raspberries. Yeah. So um, we'll go into a little bit about the uh, nutritional benefits. Sure. And uh, so I have that uh, about one cup of black raspberries can uh, equal out to about 16 grams of carbs. Um, That's totaling, I believe, we were talking about this earlier, the fiber, it's like the fiber and the sugar put together, and that's like total carbs, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, And then 1.6 grams of protein, around 70 calories, so it's pretty low calorie, less than a gram of fat in a cup of blackberries, um, black raspberries, excuse me, quite different. (laughs) Um, But then it's also got um, really good amounts of vitamin C, um, around 32 milligrams, which is like, uh, I'm not sure how much of the recommended daily intake that is, but it's got comparable amounts of calcium to it too. So it's got a solid vitamin C calcium boost, um, and then just a teensy tiny bit of iron, which I don't have measured down in milligrams, but it's in there. Yeah. Um, so beyond that, it also has like some really, really cool, um, medical benefits, that uh, there that has been kind of extensively studied, and they're starting. They're, they're I'm not. Maybe the human trials are done. Um, but there was a clinical study in Ohio State University that showed a 60 to 80 percent reduction in colon tumors in their rats, and then an equal reduction in esophageal cancers in them in their mice when just like certain amounts of black raspberry was added to their diets which is really awesome. It's incredible. Yeah. So, I mean, there's lots of evidence already that this plant has, these berries have, like, tons of antioxidants in them. Um, There's also, um, because of their dark purple color, when they're fully ripe, they uh, also have anthocyanins in them, which is, like, you know, I've seen a little bit of debate on whether those are, like, actually really good for you, but, you know, I believe in making a rainbow out of your meal. I'm going to believe it, man. Dude, I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather believe it and be wrong than not believe yeah. it and get cancer. Yeah, definitely. I mean, just, <laughs> if, if for no other reason, I mean, you know they have uh, those anthocyanins, you know they have antioxidants, you know that's, that's uh, you know, getting rid of free radicals, and it's going to lessen inflammation. So, mm. like, that can't possibly be bad. Right, exactly. Whether it's, whether it's like, this cancer cure is up for debate, but that can't possibly be bad for you. Yeah, exactly. It's not going to hurt you. Exactly. Right? These beautiful... Go 
Oh, these beautiful babies are self-pollinating. So wow. uh, one single uh, cane even could create uh, fruit. Um, and speaking of those fruit, I, th I think we may have skipped over. So they, they're definitely black raspberry. Yeah. And you'll notice them in their earlier phases of just green like the canes. And then they'll go into a blush, a red, and yep. then deep black raspberry. Yep. You are exactly right. That's <laughs> uh, Yeah, I totally skipped through that. Um, That's because you love the leaves so much. It is. I just <laughs> wanted to get to those leaves, man. I just skipped over what I claimed was the most... Uh, identifiable feature of this plant um, but yeah no they start out red and that's when a lot of people mistake them for regular raspberries um, but obviously if you tried to eat them then you would notice how um, just in uh, unethically tart they are Yeah, just not very pleasant no they're not good not very pleasant so um, and the reason I, I guess one a lot of people haven't had these and and yeah the berries smaller than normal raspberries but beyond that uh, you know you, you, you just can't find them Unless you go out in nature, because they have such a such a short window of of you know availability, so you find them for what three or four weeks, maybe mm -hmm. uh, you know around this time of year. And I mean, you and I have been to just several places in the area, so we've even seen some in different uh, parts of their lifespan. So we've been able to grab a couple berries uh, here and there, but we haven't even come into their full fruiting of the season i don't think um not where we are when we're recording i believe like right when we'll re-release this it'll be like peak ripening yeah. um so right now we're recording at the very end of june this will be released in uh, around the middle of july mm -hmm. so um that is definitely peak black raspberry season and even when we were like you said when we were going out we were able still able to find one or two for each of us so like to just like snack on or whatever yeah definitely not something to like bring home and try to make something out of um but uh, the cool thing about them is that they do kind of ripen, ripen gradually. So you'll mm -hmm. have like one or two ripen at a time out of a bundle on a single branch, like, you know, six berries right there, but only two or three of them are ripening at a time. So mm -hmm. you just keep coming back to the same places, make your rounds. Um, yeah, and you can't find them anywhere outside, in, outside of nature, outside of nature, whatever. <laughs> um, but they also have such a short shelf life. So you're not really going to find them that much at farmer's markets that either, really. Exactly. Because I mean, they're practically bursting whenever you're picking them. You, you can't almost, like, stop your hands from getting stained. So they're just so juicy. Yeah, juicy. And then once you actually pick them and you have them in your little container or, what, or whatever, it's just they, they don't last too long after that. Not even just because they're delicious. but No, and I believe uh -huh. that's probably because of the uh, one of their, you know, the character feature of the raspberry is that it has this hollow center it doesn't carry the stem with it you actually pull it off of the stem whenever you harvest it so that actually just leaves more surface area to start you know wilting or you know losing its moisture or whatever yeah for sure so i, I think blackberries probably last just a little bit longer even though it's probably negligible mm -hmm. but um with that i think we're going to go on our break um and when we come back we're going to talk about all the different ways the flavors and different ways you can use this wonderful berry, the ways we've used it and enjoyed it. So um, thanks for listening. <laughs> Thank you.
back as always thanks for listening to those ads um and if you could support us by uh you know sharing the show with your friends and family and other people that you care about that you think would be interested in this kind of thing that'd be really cool hook us up with some likes also uh check out our social media where you can find our hilarious posts and then also uh fun foraging opportunities with mr michael baker himself golly he's got a wild soda class coming up i hear yeah, by the time this cl- comes out, um, that'll be over, but I will continue to be scheduling classes and doing things like that throughout the summer. So, yeah, check out my website or my personal Instagram, Edible Illinois. Yeah, podcasts are cool, but you could be doing this in person and drinking all these delicious things. And speaking of delicious things, yes. what do we got in front of us now? So, right now, we're, we're at, we have actually, we're double fisting. We've got a couple beverages. Um, we have a really fun LaCroix that Steve brought to share. <laughs> <laughs> That's black raspberry. But we agree that it kind of tastes like Smarties. Yeah, it tastes it tastes like a like liquid Smarties. It's not sweet like candy, no, but it has weird. that same uh, undescribable Smarty flavor. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, second hand in our in our right hand is that. The left hand is uh, we've got this um, black raspberry wine actually that was gifted to me from uh, a man I did some volunteer work with. Um, seems I think he's like an old head from the forest preserve like used to work for them and then still volunteers and uh goes around and collects black raspberries whenever they're in season and makes wine to share for volunteers so uh get out there and you know pull some invasive plants and work with your local forest preserves to um you know clear some invasive plants and pick up some trash and stuff and who knows the kinds of rewards that you can get out of that somebody will give you delicious black raspberry wine yeah make some friends meet some cool people that have very similar interests and get some free wine which tastes fantastic it's so good it tastes like I don't even know. It tastes like a black raspberry. It tastes like I a guess. black raspberry. Yeah. It, it's like from it's like juiced. It barely even tastes like it's fermented at all. The tannins in it are just like fantastic. I, it's one of the best wines I've ever had. I'm no sommelier by any means, no. but it's really, really, really good. Definitely. Um, other notable black raspberry sources. Uh, this is the fruit that's used to use to produce Chambord. The oh. popular French liqueur uh, used in like a French martini or uh, even just sip by itself. It's, it's really delicious. I love those bottles. Me too. They're so pretty. It looks like the holy hand grenade of Antioch. Dude, hey, that's, Monty exactly, that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Every time I see it, I'm like, thou shalt love it. <laughs> Five, no three. But uh, yeah, and the cool thing about these blackberry, uh, black raspberries, I just keep doing that. I'm ashamed of myself. But these black raspberry plants, uh, they actually grow to maturity in about two years. So, yes. um, you know, plant one one year, and the next year you should have some viable fruit. Mm-hmm. And then it'll it'll reproduce. All it takes is minimal housekeeping. So it, it grows like raspberries or or like blackberries because they're they're similar. Um, yeah, I see a lot of people planting them in full sunlight, and I'm not sure if Maybe that's what it says online or anything. Uh, I am I am not the gardener of anybody, but like where I see black raspberries growing is always along like it's in partial shade. Yeah, like, tree it's line. Not, yeah, tree lines mm-hmm. right by uh, yeah drip lines from the trees, and it gets partial sunlight. You know, and a lot of people will ask why their raspberries are dead, and I that's one of the first things I ask is like, okay, is it in full sunlight or is it back by the trees and kind of like just barely being managed at all? And it's usually in full sunlight. 
Yeah, that's a good tip, actually. Look yeah. at you. Look at you with the gardening tip. Hey, if, <laughs> just, hey, seen, just using what I see out in nature, man. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else do we got on these fantastic guys? Well, um, you asked me earlier, like, what's the most I've ever collected? And yeah. it's about a pound, um, which, because they are hollow berries, is quite a lot of berries. But um, use that to make... Um, a wild berry galette, which is just kind of like a rustic, open-faced pie. Like an open-faced, an like a tart, almost? Yeah, a tart, yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. And, um, I mean, it was just phenomenal. You know, you, I, it was like one of the few times I handmade a crust, because usually I just, I will, I'll just buy that. I'm, I'm not that, I'm not that, that finicky about it. That's me, I'm that guy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> any pastry dough, I'm yeah. buying that. It's just not worth it. But, uh handmade this galette dough and then um piled all these berries in it folded folded up the edges and then uh drizzled it with some lilac uh honey that i had made earlier on in the season and dusted the edges with some lilac actually no i dusted the whole thing with lilac sugar lilac sugar yeah that sounds so delicious yeah i mean it's a simple concept that you can do with a lot of things i imagine you can actually do this with uh sugar or with black raspberries as well which is pretty much just blend it together mm -hmm. you just blend them together and then you can put it in a dehydrator for a little bit to just kind of suck all that extra moisture sure. out and now you have this like fruit infused sugars and um you know syrups as well uh really easy to do black raspberry syrup you know you just do equal weight fruit and sugar mm -hmm. i would recommend something like uh turbinado sugar or organic uh cane sugar real sugar whatever um equal weights raspberry sugar layer them up on top of each other until the jar is full and basically let it sit for a few days and the liquid from the raspberries will extract out into the sugar and bada bing bada boom you got a raspberry syrup that sounds wonderful uh, also, the dyes or the the pigment in the black raspberries back in the day were used as a as the stamp when they used to grade meat with a stamp. What? Yeah, buddy. They like stamp the meat or stamp the paper. Stamp the meat. What? Yeah, they used to sta actually like stamp like grade A beef. <laughs> you know? I thought that was just like in commercials. No, no, that was a real thing. Wow. Yeah, and they used to use black raspberry. Uh, as the pigment, which is kind of cool. I think like, that is super cool. Yeah, it's not like ink. No. So that's cool. <laughs> no, it gives a little bit of fruitiness to your to your ribeye or whatever. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure they got got rid of any taste, but like it's just cool to the know dye. that like yeah. when they that they actually did that first of all, and then yeah, yeah. when they did that, they just didn't like. Yeah, let me put some ink on your meat. Yeah, it's good for you. Let me, let you me tat your your <laughs> chuck roast. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I thought that was a fun little fact. Um, other uses beyond traditional. So we'll get it. I mean, Michael said you can make a tart. You can, uh, you know, make a, 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 you can macerate it, put it over ice cream. Or, oh, yeah. You Use know. it any way you would any other berry. Exactly. You know. Put it in your smoothies, although I wouldn't, just because I feel like you're losing it a little bit. You know, it's a yeah. special thing. Yeah. Special thing. Treat it special. Yeah, treat, you want to treat it nice, kind of okay? Point. Treat it nice. And then, uh, but some non traditional uh, raspberry leaf tea. Oh, yeah. As uh, Senor Raspberry Leaf, uh, 
I'm, I'm guessing you've done it once or twice, maybe? Yeah, no, I've, I've definitely consumed it. Uh, it's raspberry leaf tea. It's good for your digestive system. It helps you regulate a little bit better. Um, I think it's best for um, treating diarrhea. So if you have, if you need a little bit more solidity, then a good raspberry leaf tea will help a lot. Um, and again, this is across all the raspberries. I've used black raspberry tea. I've used regular raspberry leaf tea. So yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's pretty, it, it tastes almost like green tea. You know, it's just mm-hmm. kind of vegetal and. Or, if you are a black rare, a black raspberry or raspberry leaf tea drinker, and you are pregnant, beware! It can it can induce labor. Wow, I, I read, and wow. that's pretty interesting. That is super interesting. Unless you're like nine months pregnant and you're like ready to go, in which case, drink that tea. Well, and, and if that is the case, just because uh, it's worth saying, always do consult a herbalist professional. Um, don't use this podcast as your sole source for information <laughs> for making medical choices yeah. or dietary choices. We'll stick yourself. to the wine and galettes. Leave the, yeah, leave yeah. the <laughs> medical advice up to somebody else, please. Somebody else that is much more knowledgeable in that. You know, I just I have cursory knowledge as far as the medicine, medicinal benefits, but I much more enjoy eating the things. Correct. Or drinking them. Or drinking them like we are now. It's so wonderful. So we talked about this a little bit. We talked about uh, how much we love it. We talked about the delicious flavor. Uh, what is that, that? What was that one thing that we both agreed was kind of like the downfall of black raspberries? Gosh, you know, the only thing that I can find against it is the seeds. Yeah. The seeds are just a little too hard, and they're just like the perfect size and roundness to get stuck in your molars. Yeah, just like fit right between just the... right in there. Yeah. And normally there's a little bit of forgiveness with other seeds where you can get your tongue and get them out or whatever, but no, not these, man. They just sink right in. Yeah. It's maybe, amazing. And maybe we're being picky, but... A little bit picky. We, we both agreed, so... <laughs> yeah, so it's true. Be, yeah, there's got to be other There's got to be other people out there. Yeah, I'd say if I... If we were... Let's let's rate this. Let's rate the black raspberry. If After, after talking all about this and... Um, Maybe one or two glasses of wine. <laughs> I think I'm willing to give the black raspberry a solid like 8.8. 8.8? Wow, you're getting I, very I granular. I lifted it up a little bit, yeah. 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 <laughs> I like it a lot. It's delicious. It's, it's awesome. plentiful. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a single plant can give you several handfuls, and it, it's almost never just a single plant. I feel like if anybody can take something wild and turn it into a wine for me to drink it's automatically getting an eight you know like <laughs> dandelions eight yes. you know yeah for sure so is that it an eight no no that, that's just bare minimum okay i i, I agree with you it's like 8.5 8.5 is my official rating i'm gonna stick to the 0.5 okay Official rating of Steve, 8.5. Going in the half, that's probably smart. I shouldn't be dividing myself up between too many decimals. (laughs) (sighs) Always going to complicate things. Yeah, we'll survive. So what's what's your favorite way that you've eaten this berry? You know, I've... Just out of So the most I've found, or I've I've taken the time to gather without eating them all immediately, uh, is probably like a cup. And then I just ate them shortly afterward. So uh, I've never cooked with them. Uh. But as, as you saw from, or as you tried, and, and hopefully the rest of our followers saw uh, those mulberry cheesecake panini that we had for the mulberry episode, I, I would definitely hope to do that with these this season. Because I feel like it definitely showcased. Oh, yeah. It would translate so well. Yeah. It would be ama- It would be even better. And those mulberry cheesecake paninis were yeah. fantastic. And these, that would be even better. That would, that would be basically the only way you could make that better. Yeah. 
So that would be mine, I guess. Awesome. I like them raw. But yeah, I was going to say probably just handfuls of them at a time for me. Yeah. That's my favorite way. Of course, if I can find enough to use some in a fancy way, sure. I like that. But does anything really ever beat just like, they're they're almost like thirst quenching. They're uh, they're not um, astringent at all. They're they're definitely I feel like hydrated after I eat the heck out of some. So yeah, I feel like if you put the perfect ripe black raspberry next to the perfect ripe red red raspberry, I'd take the black. Oh, I'd take the black. Oh my god, so many times over. Yeah, so many times over. I'm not like I'm not. I don't really care about red. And the reds are huge. They're gigantic. They're well, and probably that, eight times the size. Yeah, and with that you lose a lot. There's like not that much flavor. They don't taste like much. Yeah. And maybe I've always gotten bad batches of raspberries. Occasionally you get some good ones, especially if you have. Okay, so I have uh, raspberry canes in my backyard. I have blackberry. A blackberry fresh. Sure. Like oh my god. Oh, we'll get to like that. Like sun-warmed blackberry? Okay, yeah, you're right. I'm yeah, <laughs> that's a different episode, yeah, Steve. Yeah, I'm going to get carried away. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> well, with that, I think we're going to close this one out. Um, I hope you guys are ready to go out and find some of these wonderful spiky green canes mm-hmm. and pick some delicious purple black, purple black raspberries off of them and stuff them readily in your face. Yeah, you are, right now, this episode just released... Put your phone down. Yeah. Get the heck outside. But you take out your headphones. Peak get out season. there. It's peak season. Peak Go get season. Them. It's it's lit, everybody. So um, join us next time for another episode of the Wild Edible World podcast. We love having you here. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for hanging out. Bye.